0: Hey, lady, and welcome. I want to congratulate you on taking the first step to creating the life you want and desire through healing and transformation. I'm going to share coaching tips that will empower you to heal, redefine who you are, achieve goals, and draw closer to God. You got this, lady. Now let's life shift together. Hey you guys and welcome back to my channel if you're not familiar with who I am my name is Patrice Clay and I am a healing and transformation life coach and so if you're new here I want to welcome you I truly hope that you can find the encouragement that you may be looking for and to all of my returning listeners welcome back and I so appreciate you for writing it out with me all right Okay, so today we're going to be talking about six ways to navigate life after a divorce. so um, even if if you're a listener and this doesn't apply to you, if you know of someone that this can be of some encouragement to i I want to encourage you to pass this along to them. If you're someone that has been through a painful breakup from a lifelong from a life from a long relationship. There are definitely some pointers that can help you in in today's episode as well, okay? So I want to encourage you to listen to this as well. All right, you know, nobody goes through, nobody gets married with the thought that they're going to get divorced one day. Nobody does that. You date someone, you fall in love with someone, and you picture a life with this person, and you picture what this life is going to be like and you know you go into it saying I do so this is a lifelong commitment and in this when this commitment that you've made to this person and this person has made to you when it doesn't work out it can leave you with a lot of emotional pain a lot of insecurities a lot of doubts a lot of questions there's just a lot that crosses your mind. I know for me, that's what happened to me. It was a lot of questions of, you know, did I do all I could do? Maybe I could have done something differently. You know, it, it, was, it was just a lot of things that crossed my mind. And when the marriage doesn't work out you feel like you failed at something. You don't feel like a failure, okay? Don't feel like a failure, but you definitely, you may feel like you failed at this for whatever reason. And then there's also the questions or the thoughts of if if this person shifted on you like completely changed on you like what what happened you know and why did this person start to mistreat me and why did this person change on me and you know what's what's really going on so there's a lot of unknowns there that really can take a toll on you I'm not saying all divorces aren't civil, but they definitely can be painful and they definitely can impact you emotionally and mentally. All right. And that's that is not an easy thing to get over. It does take time. And I'll give you guys a little bit of history about me. I've been married twice. I've been divorced twice. The first time I was married, I married young, and I definitely married for all of the wrong reasons I did um, and so we my first husband and i we did our best to make the marriage work it It just didn't work. we definitely we came from two different backgrounds, and we were in it, and we knew we made a commitment and so in that commitment we we tried. We really did try to make it work, but we had so many differences morally um, or religiously, just, just so many differences that really we just we could just never get over. And in that, because of those differences, it caused some infidelity in our marriage and I just, I, I just had to walk away, okay. And um, it was the divorce was pretty civil in the end, and it was just like, okay, it's done. I wish you well, but there was still a lot of emotional damage that was caused from the relationship and even through the divorce. So after the divorce, I, I was tore up emotionally and mentally. I had so many insecurities. I lacked self-love. I was very confused about how to navigate life afterwards because I was used to having a partnership. Although it wasn't a healthy partnership, there was a partnership there. And I was used to him doing things around a house or for me that I didn't have to do myself. Okay. Now, the second go-round, it was a bit different because now there's a child involved. So I had my daughter. My daughter has never known her and her father, I mean, known her uh, father and I to be together. She came into this world with us living separately <clears throat> but even though she came into this world like that, she, she still knows because children are very perceptive. Right. And she noticed, notices that her and her, her father and I aren't together. She sees other children with their mommy and daddy together. So she's definitely has some questions for me. She's definitely had some emotional pain. Um, and it's, it's been i've I've tackled it the best way i I can, and I've addressed her the best way I can without giving her too much information that she's not ready to process just yet but um answering her questions and her c- concerns to the best of my ability so she can um, she can have a bit of emotional relief but yeah, so I say all of this to say that i've I've experienced both scenarios. So if you're someone who has been through a divorce but there are no children involved, but you definitely have been emotionally damaged and um I get that. If you're someone that has children involved and now they're you're trying to navigate life while healing yourself and healing your children, I definitely get that as well, okay? <clears throat> And so I truly hope that this helps you. So the first thing that has helped me and is to get grounded in your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And what I mean by that is allow yourself the time to process your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. A lot of times we tell ourselves we gotta be strong, we can't let this you know, get us down because we have to live life and we have responsibilities and things we have to, uh, things we have to take a, take care of daily and then if there's children involved it's like oh I got to be strong for the children I know that was something that I would tell myself and other people were telling me that that as well they were like oh you have to be strong for summer so let me say this real quick if you do have children it is okay for your children to see you sad at times, to see you cry at times, it's okay. To me, that's healthy for them emotionally because then that teaches them how to handle their emotions and it teaches them that, yeah, okay, it's okay to cry. It's okay if I feel sad sometimes and it's okay if I have this moment to sit in it and let it be what it's going to be. You definitely don't want to raise your children to um, to suppress their emotions and to to brush off their emotions, because what happens is it also it, it makes them not relatable, so when they do go through life trying to build relationships with people, whatever these rela- relationships are like, and these people are more in tune with their emotions and they're more expressive with it because they don't have that emotional capacity. They won't know how to empathize with those people and sympathize with those people, okay? So that's why I truly believe it's it's healthy for your children to see you cry, to see you process your emotions. Um, I don't believe in sharing certain things with your children. I know everybody is different, but I know with my daughter, I don't talk to her about her father. Um, Well, I don't talk about her father in a bad light. And I definitely don't share with her certain things that I'm feeling in regards to her father. So I just wanted to clarify that. So if she comes to me, there were times she came to me and she'd be like, mommy, why are you crying? And and I just tell her, mommy is sad. I'm going through some things right now and I'm just trying to process all of it and it's okay. And I I want you to know it's okay. So if you ever get sad, you can cry, you can process it and we'll work through it. And that has really helped her. Okay. So I want to say, so that's what I the point I'm trying to make. But yeah, so sit in your feelings. Let let your feelings and emotions do what it's going to do because when you suppress it, I truly believe because I've seen it that over time what happens is when you suppress your emotions and your feelings, it those emotions and feelings will manifest themselves in aspects of your personality. And that's how people become bitter and cold and resentful and distant and isolated and things of that nature. So it's definitely healthy to feel what you're feeling. One of the ways that you can get out your thoughts and feelings and emotions is by journaling. I always encourage people to journal it's so therapeutic and allows you a chance to get out the things that you possibly didn't have the chance to say. One, okay, I'm going to tell you this. So I know with my first husband, what I did, it wasn't journaling, but I wrote a letter to him because there were so many things I wanted to say to him that I didn't get the chance to say. And I needed to get it out. It was it was like a three and a half page letter, letter, but I got out everything I was feeling, all of the things that I had suppressed in that marriage because a lot of times I was going along to get along just because I really wanted the marriage to work. And then even during the divorce, there were times where he shut me down. He didn't want to hear what I had to say. And so... I needed to get that out. It was, I needed to get it out. And so I wrote that letter. And after I was done writing that letter and getting out everything I needed to say, I ripped it up and I threw it away. He never received it. It wasn't for him to receive. It was just for me to get it out. So if you have some things that you that you've been holding in, And but, or you weren't given the opportunity to say to your ex, I encourage you to write a letter when I tell you it is a release that will bring you so much comfort. It it allows you the opportunity to get out all of those things that you wanted to tell him, whether that's in regards to the pain that um, they caused you, in regards to your opinion on some of the things, in regards to um, just whatever it may be get it out and then rip it up and and watch you'll feel a lot better okay another way you can get out your thoughts feelings and emotions is talk to someone if you have a really good friend that you can trust and confide in i encourage you to do so that can give you a listening ear sometimes we feel like oh we don't want to burden people with our problems but really good friends are happy to hear you be there for you comfort you and i mean they they will they embrace it they want to um they're on this journey with you and if they love you they want to see you healthy again and if it takes for you to vent about it invent about it to get yourself in a healthy emotional and mental state they're very glad happy to be there for you if you don't have a friend that you can confide in then definitely go to a counselor or a therapist or seek out a life coach these people are happy to listen to you and guide you um, emotionally and mentally to get you back in a healthy state emotionally and mentally. Okay. Okay. So the second way to navigate life after a divorce is, and this is so important, you guys, is to give yourself plenty of grace. When you've been married, there are things that you become adjusted to and because it's a, it's a partnership, right? And so there's, there are things that you didn't have to do before that you now have to do, like all the responsibilities, all the tasks, everything falls onto you. And that, that, that takes some time getting acclimated to. Then if there's children involved, now you're a single mom. So, and if you have a, conservatorship then most of the majority of the responsibility falls on you and so there's just so many new responsibilities added responsibilities that you have to get used to and 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 figure out afterwards so in this There are times where you can feel frustrated, where you can feel mentally exhausted, where you can feel like, oh my gosh, is things ever going to get better for me? Am I ever going to get a routine down packed? You know, yes, you will. You will definitely get adjusted to all of it. You will, if there's kids involved, you will, you and your kids will definitely get adjusted. And one thing about kids is they're so resilient. And they acclimate a lot easier than we do. So lean into your kids for that, and just know that um, whatever you're feeling in it all, when it, when it, it gets rough sometimes, it's okay, okay? There is, a, there is light at the end of the tunnel, and it is going to it's going to be it's going to be okay okay so don't beat yourself up about it definitely give yourself plenty of grace in this process of acclimating now to a new life new routines new habits new responsibilities give your time yourself time and plenty of grace to acclimate to all of that okay all right now the third way and you know is to date yourself this when i can best just put it to you the importance of this like this so when i separated from my first husband um i had lost so much of myself in that marriage because I was consumed by the marriage, consumed in pleasing him, making sure he was happy, trying to make the marriage work, that I lost so much of my identity. And I know some, so many women that this has happened to. And if it, this is you, I can I can really empathize with you. And so when I got out of that marriage... I was really confused. I was like, well, what do you like, Patrice? And what do you like to do? And it, it there were times where I was just sitting there like, oh, my gosh, you know, what, what? I don't know myself. And what God had me do, he had me date myself. So every Saturday after I would get off work, because at that time I used to do hair, And I would go into the hair salon really early. Sometimes I would be in there at 4 a.m. in the morning. And that way, by 12 o'clock in the afternoon, I was done. It was a wrap. And um, yeah, so afterwards, I would get off work. I would take a shower, get dressed, and I would find something to do, whether that was going to a movie, whether that was sitting at, at a restaurant by myself, going for a walk. He had me date myself and not be around people. So anything I did, I did by myself so I could be in my own thoughts, my own emotions, my feelings and everything. And I could just process who is Patrice? What does Patrice like to do? What makes Patrice happy? And so I encourage you to do that. Do something for yourself, however many times you you want to for me i just did it once you know one day out of the week but definitely take the time to do something for yourself and ask yourself these questions ask yourself what do i like doing what makes me happy what um what brings me true joy and fulfillment and who who am i you know what 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 makes me me. Ask yourself those questions and just um, and just get back. That will help you to get back to loving yourself, okay? All right. Now, the next thing is to develop a stronger mindset. The way you're going to develop a stronger mindset is going to be through reading a lot of self-help, self-improvement books, listening to affirmations, encouraging um, motivational speeches. What I would do is I would go on YouTube, a good platform that I found was TED Talk. And so I would go on there and I would look for a specific topic on whatever I was feeling like, you know, how to... um, how to strengthen my mindset, how to get my emotions healthy again, whatever it was, I would just look for that specific topic and I could always find something on it. And I would listen to those things. Again, I would journal and I love journaling because it would help me see my transformation from where I started to where I am now. And then it also helped me to see where I needed to give more added attention. If I would go back and read something, be like, mm, okay, that's not good. What can I do to to fix that or to strengthen that or get past that or heal from that? So that's that's why journaling is great as well. Okay. Now the fifth way is to love on your children as much as you can. Children are so innocent. They're so innocent. And it's the innocence of a child, the way they look at life, the way they process things, the way they handle things. I'm telling you it brings so it will bring you so much comfort. So I want to share this scripture with you. It's at Psalms 127, verse 3. It says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. I never really understood this scripture until I had my daughter. And my daughter, I tell people this all the time. My daughter, has really made me a better woman, a better mom, a better person, just better all around. And what children do is they have a way of making you notice things about yourself that you don't notice so you can improve things about yourself. And that's why God says they're a blessing, they're an inheritance, they're a gift. They really are. And my daughter really has helped bring out the best in me. She made me check myself a lot of times because there were times where I was acting a certain way or doing certain things or um, saying things a very harsh way in my interaction with her because of of the hurt that I had experienced in the, in the divorce and especially because of some bitterness that I had. And she really helped me with the bitterness. She really helped, my, helped me check myself with that and helped me to evaluate myself. And she would say, mommy, I not like when you say that to me, you not say it nicely. And I, I would be startled by it, but it helped me to Evaluate myself, to check myself, and to improve myself. And she made me heal because I knew that if I wanted her to be emotionally healthy, emotionally sound, and be able to be, you know, emotionally relatable in a healthy way, I had to heal and I had to improve myself for her. And so, you know, I just took the time. I remember God told me one day because um, I had so much going on with myself and through this divorce, he said, Patrice, he said, just love on summer. And I remember I was in the kitchen. I was washing dishes and I stopped washing dishes and I went into the living room and I sat on the sofa and I just started to watch her. I just started to look at her and watch her. And I remember just looking at her and ooh and um i got so much joy watching her and i started to feel at peace sometimes you can be so consumed with your emotions and your thoughts that um it kind of puts a wedge between you and your child because and, and it's understandable But watching your children and loving on your children is a great way to um, help you to move past those feelings and those emotions and a great way to bring you inner peace and to keep you grounded because then your focus goes from, um, it shifts from being about you and how you feel to now how your children feel. And um, when you focus on your children and just watching them and loving on them and making sure that they're emotionally healthy, It makes you emotionally healthy. It's a healing for you. I can't really explain it. It's just something you have to experience for yourself. But um, definitely, if you have children, love on your children as much as you can. It's going to bring you so much comfort. And it is definitely a healing for you, okay? All right, so the final way is pray. And so a scripture I wanna share with you is Philippians 4, verse six and seven. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. When I tell you prayer helps, it helps. And so let me explain this because a lot of times, sometimes people feel like you actually have to have words to have a prayer with God, to be conversing with God. No, there were so many times where I went to God and I was silent. I just went to him and I would say, Father, you know what it is. You know my heart. I don't have the words because I would be so I would be so those emotions would just they would have my 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 voice m- m- locked up. you know, I just didn't have the words to express, but I definitely had all this this um these feelings and emotions like just waiting heavily on me. And I would sit there with him in silence. And it wouldn't take long, and I would feel like this peace overcome me, that peace of God that surpasses all understanding. I would feel that overcome me, and I could slowly feel a relief, like a, a, a release coming off of me, and I, I would feel relieved. And God reads your heart. He reads your heart just like he reads your tears. Your tears have words. They say what your mouth can't say. So you can sit there in silence with him crying, just sitting there crying to him and just saying, you know, I'm here, Father, help me. And he, every teardrop is saying something because those teardrops are attached to your emotions and your feelings and your thoughts. And he hears your cry and it's a blessing for him to hear your cry. It really is. So I encourage you to go to him in prayer, whatever that looks like for you and get it out, get it out. And he will definitely carry you. He will comfort you. He will provide you with peace and, um, you'll, you'll feel a lot better. Okay. Okay, so all of these practices, um, again, make sure you know you give yourself time to get grounded in your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. To just sit in it and let it process. It's okay. Allow yourself that time, and nobody can tell you how much time it should take for you to move past your pain or your hurt from the experience of the of the divorce. Okay. Give yourself plenty of grace, Um, date yourself, get to know yourself again, and and increase your self-love and your self-worth. Develop a stronger mindset. Like I said, make sure you get into some you read some self improvement books, some health self help books, and I'm gonna put some recommendations in the description. So make sure you check that out as well. Some books that have definitely helped me in that. Love if you have children, love on your children as much as you can, and um, their innocence. Their joy will bring you so much comfort, okay? And definitely take anything that you're feeling, anything that's impacting you mentally and emotionally to God, and He will definitely comfort you. So, all of these practices will help you to increase your emotional health and will definitely help you to get to a place where you can start feeling normal again, where um, now navigating life after a divorce doesn't feel so challenging anymore and you're handling it with ease. Okay. So I hope that this has blessed you and I want to encourage you to hit that like button or and subscribe button because that helps me out with my ministry because it helps to get spread my ministry more out there. Okay. All right. So until next time, I truly hope that you have an amazing week and make it a great one.